0: Triple M rocks the NRL 24 7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream.
1: Steady, hot, and strong. Install a Ream. Let's get underway. Wow, wow, wow. Saturdays were made for this. The biggest names and the biggest games are right here. Triple M rocks the NRL. To our mates at King G, welcome to the Triple M Saturday Scrum.
2: So nice to have you with us on this Saturday afternoon, all heading towards the three o'clock kickoff. The Titans taking on the Knights, and then it'll be followed by the Bulldog and the Storm, and of course, the Roosters and the Sharks to bring it on home. MG Gerd's Tony and Peter Sterling joins us officially. Sterling, good Afternoon, gentlemen.
0: What's caught your eye? Um, <laughs> That's a broad question,
3: Tony. It it just let question. him go, do you? Oh, yeah. well, I, I He's guess self Got Look a tight
0: him. rein on all of us, and Pete yep. comes in, you just let him go. I'm working with a professional.
2: Well, well, <laughs> I think
3: because I was at uh, Bluebird Stadium last night, mm. just I thought I expected a closer score line, but yep. just and the thing was that the Panthers did actually, they didn't start that well, mm. um, but to then go on and like just find their game, and we were just talking about it off air how relentless they are. They just keep coming at you and. Um, you know, where sides would be sending up a, uh, a settler to get ready for the next play. There's no such thing with Penrith. They just, the next play is ready to go. And, and I, it, it was interesting at one stage, at 18 they, 6, they had a penalty awarded to them well within kicking range. And I think 95% out of the time, you'd, I've always thought you, just, you take, take it. it. You, you kick the goal and you come back. Lou, I took the quick tap. Now, they went over the sideline shortly after, but it, was, it just never... Just just, thing, yeah. I, I said in commentary that the prudent play was to take the, the penalty. prudence not necessarily in their vocabulary yep. because they just, you know, uh, scoreboard and even tackle, numbered tackle that they're in, they're, they're of little consequence. The amount of early kicks that they prepared to come up with, just because it's on, they see it's on. They're not thinking, oh, this is the second tackle, I can't do this, or this is the fifth tackle I have to kick. They see something and they just go for it and that that bravery, and I think it is courage, is so
0: often rewarded. I think it's also Pete, because they're willing to defend and they actually like that part of the game. I think they actually like defence, so when they make a mistake or whatever, they, they don't take an opportunity, they're just willing to get in the trenches yeah. and rip in until they get the ball again. They, I don't think they sort of favour attack and defence. They, to me, look like a team that just go, like to go out there and play the game and play with whatever's in front of them. They just deal with that situation so well.
3: I asked Ricky Stewart um, before the game, um, fifth game in, up against the competition leaders on their home turf in, in front of a capacity crowd, could this be a yardstick game, early yardstick game for where the Raiders were? And he said, no, I, I don't see it that way. I know there's a long, long way to go, but I think you go away if, if you're Canberra, thinking, all right, well, you know, we are, we have got some work to do. Now, before a ball was kicked, that was my grand final yep. confrontation, and I, you know, I still think it could be. South's really come to the mix since then, but I, I think if you're the Raiders, you go away, and you need to look at that game pretty closely just to see you know, where, where the gap and the margin was between the two sides, which in the end was reflected on the scoreboard. Mm.
1: Pete, we spoke to DCE earlier in the show and spoke about the new rules, etc. And he seems to think that the speed of the game is faster now because of the time with the ball spent in play. I think that favours Penrith out of anyone in the competition.
3: Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. And I'm a little bit surprised. I, I know the game is fast. I don't know how much faster it is. But to me, the big difference is, is the amount of time the ball is in play. And that's yep. you know that's we were asked during the week about why there are blowouts. In my opinion, the blowouts are because the ball is in play more, which means the good sides maintain pressure for longer, and the, the sides who aren't resilient enough, they just can't go with them. And the amount of times we've seen two, three, four tries scored in a in an instant. Um, where, where teams they just can't stop them. And, and mm. they look, up and score, and the game's gone. Yeah, yeah, you know, three and four tries. We saw Pappenhausen get four yep. last week, minutes. and that, and that's if you can't dig that line in the sand and and stop what's coming at you. Yeah, because the ball is in play more. It's just, it just it's it's that catch twenty two. You just can't get out of it.
0: Pete, can I ask you a question about Nathan Cleary? And he gets a lot of accolades, and, and rightly so. But in your time, and you've played in the position, so you know how difficult it is for a guy of his age to be so competent in so many different areas of the game. Have you ever seen anyone in your time
3: come through um, in a similar vein? Not that I can recall, Gertz. Not especially. You know, he's had he's had some downs uh, on the yeah. way too, and that seems to have made him, you know, even more resilient. And he's He's come back from those really strongly. And, you know, he admits that last year's grand final preyed on his mind where there were things that he'd like to do different. But if you break his game down, as you point out, every aspect of his game, he's, he's on top of it. You yeah. know, his kicking game is so astute. The tempo that he plays with, and I think that's where a lot of other halfbacks are getting left behind because they don't read the play as to when do, it, when do I play fast? When do I play slow? When when do I need to run? When do I need to pass? His decision-making is outstanding. His uh, In inverted commas, his game management is fantastic. His relationship with Luai, um, they complement each other so well because we're making the point again earlier, Nathan Cleary took the line on once late in the game and, and he went at them hard. And normally, a team after that, when the halfback takes a line on like that, they send a, a settler up to get ready for the next play. Well, I was at first receiver and everybody was in formation outside him. And I think it led to a try, if not that place, soon after. And therein lies the difference where, um, as I say, they, they keep coming at you and you don't get a break defensively. And Nathan Cleary leads that. Yep. Um, you know, I think your number seven is always the personality of your football team, he's composed. Um, but he plays, he plays with instinct and everybody feeds off that and his head never goes down. That's, you know, it, it, it did maybe once when Vunavalu raced away in the grand final, but yep. it didn't stay down long. Yep. And you know, you saw how strongly he finished the game individually as well. So he's a, he's a real package at a young age. And the great thing is that, you know, he'll get much better.
2: Gerds, can I ask you a question? We, we, uh, we've spoken about Matt Burton and you know, his silky skills and all that he's done in the past couple of weeks. What we haven't mentioned yet is what, what, what did it mean when he grabbed the Panther, the crest on his jersey after scoring that last night?
0: Well, I think it just silenced a lot of people because, uh, you know, as a young guy that's made a big decision, and whether he's made the right decision or the wrong decision, time will only tell. Um, But he obviously got put in a position at the start of the year where, you know, him and his manager felt that they needed to make a decision early to go to a club where he was going to get opportunity. Probably, you can't see into the future. Now, whether or not he'd make that decision again at the moment, because one, uh, I don't see him ever being out of that 17 for the Panthers moving forward. I think hopefully he's going to be part of a premiership winning side. I know it's early days. And and I, and I just think that he's um, – he might have sold himself a little bit short, to be honest, because I, I would imagine, you know, if, if he – held out a little bit longer. Oh, yeah. Uh, the the back end of the year, there'd be eight or nine clubs coming at him now for all different reasons, you know, and he might have had a choice to go to a club that it's going to be, you know, he's going to put the boiler suit on over there at at the Bulldogs for a long period of time, you know. They've got four or five good years, you know, of a rebuild, and I know that he's got a great relationship with Baz and good on the Bulldogs. It's an astute signing for them, but it was just great to see him at the moment just... It probably just silenced a few people who thought that, you know, Penrith are doing the wrong thing and he was doing the
3: wrong thing by not pushing hard enough to move to the Bulldogs now. Why would you? You can understand the decision made at the time, but can't you? Because you don't, you can't predict what's going to happen. You don't know that you're going to get a shot in the top grade. And when he made that decision, he wasn't playing any footy. Mm. And, you know, he, he obviously saw a guarantee of a first grade position every week by doing that. Um, hindsight is a wonderful thing, but unfortunately, we don't have that at times mm. sometimes with the de- decisions. But, um, you know, I'm one person that when it came down, I, I thought it wouldn't take long for Matt Burton to push Jerome Lui out of the side, maybe onto a bench or what, whatever.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. So, to Lui's yeah.
3: credit, to do what he's done, um, yeah, he's exceeded expectations where Matt Burton continues to live up to those early ones that we had, yeah, um, but. You know, it's, it, it's tough when you know you're a first grader, but you're watching from the sideline every week, which he was doing.
2: Mm. Yeah. All right, just uh, quickly, we did speak to Daly Cherry Evans. It was nice to see that, the moment for, for Manly to actually to get that win uh, and off the back of what, two seconds to go, the field goal.
3: Yeah, and, and he hit it so sweetly. Too it, it. <laughs> <I'd squeeze laughs> yeah. through. it was one of yours, Tony. Oh, no. I thought it missed completely. I, didn't, I couldn't, of course, Wendy Pedia
0: was keeping it low. <laughs> <laughs> <The laughs> Suddenly, Buster right. had kicked in at Gosford Stadium.
3: Well, they needed it, didn't they? And, um, you know, that I think they got the Warriors at a good time. The loss of Adam Fanua Blake oh. is absolutely huge, massive. For the Warriors. massive yeah. Um, and, and and you know, they, they took advantage of it. So it takes a little bit of pressure off there, and I guess the spotlight will be aimed at another club this week. And Manly, whilst the fact they're, they're certainly not out of the mire, but at least they get a week off, maybe, from the scrutiny. Yeah,
2: exactly. Well, he, he, he told us that he was watching the football, but with the sound down, just in case I'm mentioning Manly over the past three or four weeks yeah. for
1: our DCE. Triple M, Saturday scrum for King G. Triple M, rocks footy.
2: We've already spoken about the great loss for rugby league. That is uh, Tom Radonicus. But Stello. Uh, you would have been, I guess, at some point in the firing line uh, as a fellow number seven. Tommy famously said he uh, hated all other number sevens.
3: Were you among that group? Oh, I'd, I'd like to think. not I actually got on really well with Tommy. Um, yep. I, see, the good thing about Tommy and myself, Tommy never felt the, the need to belt me to slow me down because I was already slow. <laughs> he didn't like flash, and that's why Steve Mortimer had problems with him. <laughs> yes. Things. So, but I I, I, look, I don't profess to know. Had known Tommy well, um, obviously played against him on a few occasions, and and with rugby league functions and that, I'm like everybody else, I just loved being in his company. One thing I am, I'm I'm honoured to have played against him and been on the same field as him, and even more so, I suppose, to be the same number, you know, and he did take me to school early in the second half in the 81 grand final to use Greg Hartley as the shield, so I, I learnt I learned so much in that moment and what I probably hadn't learned in the previous couple of years, um, and, and that was that was a learning curve a, as well. Um, I guess I kind of felt a little bit of an affinity with Tommy because he he was in the, the, the RAF. He was in the Air Force yeah. down at, at Wagga, at Forest Hill, and that's where I grew up, and that's where he, he came from. He played with the kangaroos down there, which is what I did. So I kind of – you know, in those situations where somebody – has come from where you live, type thing you, 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 you yeah. keep an eye on them. So, um, but you know, there's been a lot of talk obviously about the stories, and they are basically all true. But kind of what's been lost is uh, for 10 years, for a decade, he was the Australian Rugby League halfback. You know, yeah. it's hard enough to keep that jersey for a test series, let alone for a decade. So, that just shows how good a player he was, mm. um, in the way that he played. You know, he was he was a hard man. He was a a a player who played with such physicality in a position that that's not associated with, you know, um, and I, you know, I I love the story and it kind of does sum him up to some degree and everybody has heard it, but Turvey has confirmed it. And, you know, (laughs) 1977 in in the interstate series where they were both selected to play for New South Wales and, you know, they were room together and they did well, they went up and, and Steve Morton was the first into room and in rep, Teams basically, it is first in, best dressed. Mm-hmm. So when you walk in and you saw a queen bed and a single bed, if you're the first in, you do what Steve Mortimer did and you throw your bag on that bed and you basically claim it. And then Tommy did walk in afterwards and he he didn't say a word. He just he looked at the bag. He looked at Steve. He went and picked the bag up, opened the window and <laughs> threw it out. The first words he actually said to Turvey were, "By the way, mine's white with two sugars." <laughs> <laughs> and and that's
1: that's is, that's him.
2: Is that the same trip that then when they played, uh, Steve Mortimer might have yep. started, and then yep. he came on. Yeah, uh, the game.
3: He grabbed Greg Oliphant.
1: That's and took him. And came,
3: yeah, yeah, absolutely came on, and he he went, he went on a rampage, and New South Wales actually got up to win basically on on his coming into the game and just stirring Influence. things
2: up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I read, and, and, as you say, I mean, the stories, and they will get larger uh, as time goes on. Uh, and, and some of them obviously have an element of truth uh, and others have been stretched. Uh, I, was, I was reading Fitzy, Peter Fitzsimons' uh, column today in the Sydney Morning Herald mentions you, Stella, uh, and a story about you captaining Parramatta and uh, open, trying to get to the door with the referee uh, for Tommy to toss the coin.
3: Yeah, look, I I didn't captain Parramatta in the early 80s because no. if Steve Edge was out, no, Ray Price wouldn't have been too, too <laughs> impressive. He didn't get the, the job or even a Michael Cronin. But I think Peter gets the point across as to yes. what he's trying to do. Whether I was captain or not, I was probably terrified to some degree mm-hmm. and um, and intimidated <laughs> by that. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't actually remember being captain that early, but... If Fitz does, I'm happy to, to roll with that.
2: Yes, the yeah. idea that no toss was needed from Tommy, but well, we don't care which way we run, basically. Yeah, we're just going to belch up. Exactly. <laughs> There's um, some <laughs> terrific things happening. I, I know that at Leichhardt Oval uh, tomorrow, it will be great. has many people, I, I don't know if it's a sellout yet. It obviously should It'll be. be oh,
1: it's got to be close.
2: Yeah, the Tigers are playing the Cowboys, but they've been wearing the. Uh, the, the, basically the West strip yeah. mm-hmm. in honour of Tom Radonikas. And I also like that all of the halfbacks uh, within the grades there, have, they've retired the number seven. They'll be wearing, I think Luke Brooks is wearing a number 22. But each in each uh, game, the halfback will lead the team out. No, and there are four
3: can, games being played as Four well. games,
2: exactly. Yeah. And, they'll, and they'll carry the number, number mm-hmm. seven jersey and they'll put it on the first chair at the bench. It's just that's, it's, that's it's awesome. terrific. It really, that's really awesome. is good. They're going to honour... Uh, their man, as they absolutely should, Tom Redonicus sadly gone.
1: Woo! Triple M, Saturday Scrum for King G. Triple M rocks footy.
2: Peter Sterling, you're always interested in my ideas, um, so I, I just... Oh, hang on, hang on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
2: <laughs> because they're good.
3: i am yet to hear about one of them, so I...
2: Yeah, I know. But uh, just trust me. I just want to get your take on this. I've already run it past the boys, uh, the idea of what we're going to use, uh, the magic round. We are going to mm-hmm. win. We're there. Well, all the teams are together. It's the opportunity to have the who is the fastest man in rugby league, to have the actual race. Now, I've got a field, okay? Yep. Uh, I know how you like the races. Uh, I've got uh, Jason <laughs> Saab after that effort, yep. uh, chasing the kick. Yep. Absolute machine Josh had a car we think we, is the favorite so they're probably I think I've got them in Lanes three and four uh, I've got Xavier Coates because he's, he's chased down uh, yes. without the ball uh, of that kick I think he got to first ahead of uh, the fox I've got I've got two sections by the way I have got a 40 meter prize uh, and then the 100 meters oh well, yeah. no can't... no 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 that's it's a race to 100 meters but you know the, you've got to get a little you know kicky up for some guy like I've got Matt Dufty in there now, I reckon he might be over 40, 40. He, but he might be. With, but See, there,
3: even at Carr over 100, it, it might be different to what he's a lot of yeah. like over 60 Correct. or 70 type thing.
2: Absolutely. Uh, I've got Ryan Pappenhausen, uh, Dufty. I've got Damian Cook in there again, the 40 metres, I reckon he'd be very hard to beat. Yes. Uh, and I don't know who do I had Charlie Stain, I think I've thrown yeah. in, in there as well. What do you think? Of them? They're all up there. James uh, Roberts. James Roberts, James we added Roberts. as well. We have added as well. well I love and the, the idea. hammer. And the hammer.
3: Uh, yes. This has kind of always been out there. That write yes, them down, Tony. Let, let's yes. do it. I mean, you
0: can't forget the two big players that we've no, contributed no. with. But the
3: clubs were never keen for this to happen because if somebody did a hamstring in a in a match, yeah. I always thought that we should do it. Get get Kathy Freeman to come and start the event. Yeah. Get. Um, a a big amount of money for charity and these guys ran for it you know let's put 100k up from somebody and and mate I'm with you 100% yeah I think I'm with the Fox you're still with the Fox I think I'm with the Fox I'm not certain about that because the guys that you've mentioned over a hundred's just a little bit different, isn't it? So you've got to have that yep. touch of endurance yeah, in your sprint as, as
2: well. I, I, see, I'm, I like I like Jason Saab over
1: the, that length. Well, I'll you, I'd say go, I'd go I'd go Xavier Xavier Coates. Xavier Coates, he,
0: it's got to happen. We've got to make he, it happen. He was gaining on Johnston the other night without the football. Within ten meters. Within back. ten meters. I wish that that continued on because uh, he made up some um, some ground. Hamaso is another guy that yeah. could be oh, a real yeah. contender yeah, no. when he gets in the clear. Yeah, yeah.
2: absolutely. We, we, so, yeah. As I said, we may need semifinals and a w- final.
3: Was Saab, Saab flattered a little bit? Because I don't think Kemmer Marlow is necessarily the, the fastest. The fastest. And I think that's who he went past. so um, Yeah, there is
2: that, but his numbers
3: are or, good. Or though. is it just the fact he's an ex dragon? Type thing. No, that would or just maybe bitter and twisted about him, <laughs> as you know.
2: i <laughs> oh, yeah, so. bitter and twisted about those people. So you're, you're saying that clubs may be worried about them doing the hammy. No,
3: they could do that on the Corso.
1: Well, like, <laughs> oh, boom, tish. Like, but yeah, or so in the shower, or <laughs> in, in the shower. I think yeah.
3: clubs would prefer if they are going to do a hamstring It's actually during the eighty minutes that they've got the, ju- the club
1: jersey on. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> but I'm with you. I, 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 think. Can you imagine how much public interest there would be to get oh, wow. to get your fastest yep. guys, uh, or, and and just put it to bed yep. once and for once all. And for all, all. Thing.
2: Time for this. In the operation. I, I run a, uh, a statement past you. You tell me whether you believe it or not and why. We've kind of uh, worked our way around this one today without actually locking in, but I'm going to say it right now. Uh, and this, I believe, we can lock in the grand final.
1: The Panthers v. the Rabbitohs. MG? MG? Ah uh, no, not 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 after five rounds. There's a lot of permutations to come yet. There's there's something there's something around the corner every week in the NRL, and uh, they're the two favourites. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. And they're the two most probably teams that are standing out in the competition. But I don't think they're a lock for the grand final yet. Okay, What do you think? You've got goods.
0: Um, yeah, same as MG. I'd love to say lock it in because I think that'd be a fantastic game. But yeah, long way to
3: go. I don't like it. Yeah, it's. The health of your roster at the end of the season is, is paramount. Who knows what's going to happen, you know, if a Nathan Cleary went down or uh, uh, Cody Warhol P, or something. Come on. I, uh, what are you talking about that for? Well, because I'm trying to answer that's the good, question that he's asking oh. five rounds into oh. a 25-round competition. We're <laughs> only six months doll. away and we're locking teams in. <laughs> okay. I don't know what I'm doing next week, let alone beginning of, Fe- of October. Oh. Are you
2: locked in for here next week?
3: If, if you're here, Tony, I'm here. <laughs> okay. Now we're Nowhere better we're, to
2: we're, be. We are away. All right. Now, now that I've said it out loud, it was fairly stupid, uh, but I'm going to go ahead. Jerome Luai, believe it or not, Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary should be the halves for New South Wales. Peter Sterling?
3: I believe it if they continue in their current vein of form. In combination, at that level is invaluable. Um, obviously, Cody Walker's having a, a great season as well, but the relationship between Cleary and Luai... Uh, To take that straight into a camp and into a preparation, um, it puts you a long way in front um, and they can't be doing any more than what we're seeing at the moment.
0: Where's the first game? Is it in Queensland? So I think that plays a big part on on who you take. I mean, I think we learnt last year that it's always good to take a big running five-eighth when we go and play up there at Suncorp in front of a capacity crowd, so... Um,
2: is it down there Or is it South Australia Or in it Adelaide might be, It might be in Melbourne Or somewhere No it's Adelaide's off, yeah, it's, Adelaide's off Melbourne there But you look
0: you've got, you've, got Melbourne. The, you've got that combination You've got the You know what's You know Been exciting To watch so far this year Is the The, the Cook-Walker combination I know we didn't Cody didn't play The other night So he's a little bit Out of sight Out of mind But you know What he Him and Damien Did the week before Was pretty impressive To um, And then you've got Jack White And uh, you know I love the way That he plays At 5 as well So Just nice to have Some options
1: Spoiler for choice. I'd, yeah, I'm, I'm on both boys' camp, I think what Stolo said is, you know, right now, yeah. I, if, if Freddie and the selectors and Brandy and Bedsy were picking the team tonight for a game next Wednesday, I think Jerome Lewis would be the 5'8, simply because he's the uh, the 5'8 at Penrith where Nathan Cleary is. And um, I also agree with Gerds and with Cook and uh, Walker's combination at South. And if last night was a uh, an audition, um, as I said earlier in the show, between White and Luai, Luai wins hands down. And we we, we, spoke, we spoke to him and. He
2: seems like the kind of kid who will be able to take all that on board. He's obviously played in big games of footy already. Wouldn't be he, faced. Yeah. No. Well,
0: they've already apparently locked Pappenhausen in for the 14, so it makes it really difficult because you've got to walk – the guy that misses out, you know, out of basically – because, you know, Jack can move out into the centres like he's done over the last couple of years, but the guy that misses out between Walker and, and Luai at some point is going to feel <laughs> extremely yeah. unlucky because Pappenhausen looks like a lock for the 14. You got him a uh, lock for the 14? Oh, <clears throat> yeah, no doubt. Yeah. He looked, he looked brilliant.
2: Lock All it right. in, Eddie. Lock it in. Jake's, Jake Friend, who we know uh, this week, has uh, retired from the footy after those series of concussions. His brilliant career, believe it or not, is terribly underrated.
1: Oh, big time. Big time. Yeah, he had a, oh, He would have played 20 Origins if it wasn't for Cameron Smith. I, I just think the way that he, he he overcame adversity from early in his career, Um it was it was sacked, I think, from Brian Smith from memory. Um, then yeah, he, spent, you know, he spent he spent
2: a, a year, I think, doing uh, yeah. working at a coffee shop in Surrey yeah. Hills before he came so back to captain
1: the club. The way he's yeah, you, know, you hear a lot of times, and Sterling Gers will back me up in this. We hear a lot of times about other clubs saying or clubs saying that how good this bloke is, but he's a better bloke. How good a player is, but he's a better bloke. You hear that all the time from guys who have played with Jake Friend that he's a fantastic player but he's he's an even better bloke and you hear that a lot and so I think he's been a, a really underrated player I think he's he's been tenacious he's been tough and I'm glad that he represented his his state last year and I'm glad he's won a couple of grand finals because he leaves a great legacy yeah it was
0: definitely never underestimated from within I think that you know the organization that he worked for um really valued his services, probably externally. Is he a guy that gets the headlines on a weekly basis? No, he's not because he's always, you know, for the last probably five or six years anyway, he's always had a lot of people around him that do that. Um, So he's a, you know, he goes about his work on a weekly basis and he's really consistent with what he does, but he's certainly not undervalued um, from the roosters. You speak to any of those guys, like MG said, but probably externally a little bit. We probably, some guys you need to play with, uh, and you need to experience what they do firsthand to really appreciate what they do, and I think sometimes we don't have the privilege of, of that.
3: Yeah, I believe it. You know, he doesn't have the origin and, and test jerseys in the cupboard because of a Cameron Smith, and you know, that that's the way people sort of look at how much representative football that you do play. I was, I was surprised. I didn't realise he was fourth all time, Roosters game. Numbers, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, at a club like that, you know, it's that's an achievement, and. Um, yeah, I, I agree 100% with Gerds that within the game, um, not underrated, but I think externally, yes.
2: All right, and final one. Obviously, this has got uh, producer Charlie's uh, fingerprints <laughs> all over
1: it. The Bulldogs will be winless in 2021. MG. No, I don't believe that. They'll 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 get a, they'll get a victim or two or three, um, a Broncos or a Cowboys or a, who knows a, a Manly or a, you know you never know. I, they'll, they'll win a game. They'll win at least. At least four, I reckon. Two yeah,
3: four. I don't believe it. Charlie's never introduced a good subject, and this is just another one of those where he's just trying I believe to that, put that put so it, I believe in still it in somewhere where it's not needed, so, I, yeah, I don't believe it.
1: He loves it. Oh, you're is not it, even he, he, him he, he, with an answer.
0: No, I don't, I don't believe it. I mean, they get um, oh, 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 you know, oh, Jackson off, back yeah. this week. They get Thompson back yes. this week. They start to get some, some members back. They'll get someone.
3: Oh. Can Charlie back that up with by telling us when was the last time a team didn't win a game? In That's know, I was thinking
0: a, the exact same thing, yeah. Sterlo. Well, and, and producer I
2: Look at him He's got his little fingers Just underneath his little moustache yeah. uh, Tapping well, away it? Tapping away At the computer We will find out We'll get that to you next That's uh, Believe It or Not For this week
1: the Triple M Saturday Scrum For King G Triple M Rocks footy
2: Producer Charlie Has done a little bit of work <laughs> It's about time you know, <laughs> Apart from you know, Throwing up <laughs> that terrible question
0: About well, whether He cooks the... the rice every week Yeah he's good at that yeah, He does spice it up today Yep yeah, oh, The
2: Bulldogs will be winless In 2021 Was his Believe It or Not We all say that's nonsense uh, and you quite rightly asked, well, who was the last uh, team that went through? And it was in 1966. It was East's, went through wow. without a win. Did oh, they was, have a fact, draw? No, they were on a twenty-nine game losing streak, I think, uh, at the time. So they it was well, sixty-six. I, I recall because it was a. It was the last year of the Dragons' eleven consecutive premierships in mm-hmm. a row. They beat Balmain from memory.
3: That, that's basically how you gauge history, history. don't you? As to how it relates to the sixties and yeah. before and after. Just in, 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 only in <laughs> New League. <laughs>
2: <laughs> sad, isn't it? Gentlemen, let's have a little look at what is going to go on this afternoon and this evening. Uh, before that, though, still I should point out, I was looking ahead to the uh, Eels-Dragons game tomorrow evening at 6.
3: I wonder yeah. why you were shaking over there. <laughs> no. I know, I tell you.
2: Right, uh, now, I understand that uh, Ryan, Ryan Madison is yeah. out. So that, he had been again. named, but he's still with that concussion. Yeah, just, um, a, see, again, the wow.
3: protocols of, of erring on the side of caution. With, with ryan yeah um so yeah he'll I, i'd imagine that he'll be back the following week um but yeah stood down and, and again there's there's good backup there with with uh e going so well and, and yep. Hipgrave and ray stone
2: there's the test for the for the dragons they've had a couple of a few wins now on on the trot but uh that will be a good game for them and at, the, at that bank west stadium sunday evening all right well let's look at first of all the uh the Panthers uh, and so the Titans and the Knights, three o'clock kickoff. Uh, MG, what are your thoughts?
1: I like the Titans. Um, I think back at Seabus Stadium. Um, I think uh, Ash Taylor's back, and I think they'd be smarting after getting beaten last week by the the Raiders. And be, I think they were brought back to earth a, a tad last week. And Justin Holbrook, I think, would have addressed that. I like him as a coach. I really do. Um, I love the way that. Um, Tino Mala Aoi is bought into the Titans' uh, culture, hearing some really good things about him up there. Um, just how he how personable he is with the members, and and how you know, receptive he is to you know everything that's going on up there. And that's that's a big thing from one of your marquee signings. And I think for is very much in the uh, in the same boat. So uh, on the back of them two big boppers, I think they might be too strong for a uh, at the de- depleted. Newcastle Knights. Yeah,
2: it was an absolute battlefield for the Knights against the Dragons last week. So their outs are key, uh, Mitchell Pearce being their primary one. But there are some good ins, including Caelan Ponga. Yeah. Well,
3: that's the big one, isn't it? But they do they lose Kurt Mann as well. So they've, they've got a new set of halves with Blake Green and Connor Watson playing alongside mm. each other. I thought they were really disappointing the last two games, actually. I like the Titans. I like what I see from them. And I thought they paid the penalty in the second half last week of losing Jamal Fogarty. Mm. Tyrone Peachy went alongside Tanner Boyd. And they kind of just, they lost composure. A few rushes of blood, which just took away from their second half performance because they were coming hard at the Raiders. And I think on what I've seen, despite the fact they got beaten last week, I think the Titans are in better form and I think playing the better footy and Mitchell Pearce being... Blake Green's a really experienced player, but to come in and take control of this... Yeah, he didn't hadn't played since what round sixteen or something yep. last last year. Um, he's, break, yeah. yeah, it's going to take a little while before things get get working there. I'm surprised Clemmer is playing as well. Yeah, he, he battled on late last week where they they pretty much had to leave him yeah, on. Yeah. So I, I think they I think they're vulnerable.
0: Yeah, it's just hard to work out. I was was just talking to Pete off air about, you know, Newcastle just don't seem to have an identity for me. I just don't know what they're sort of... I know they've had some injuries early on in this year and it's not going to help today with some of those key personnel out, but it's just hard to see what they're trying to do, what their plan is. On the other hand, I like the Titans. I've liked what they've done over the last 12 months. Uh, I get excited before they play. I think Mitch Rain, uh, over the last probably couple of weeks is starting to look really comfortable and, and, and playing with a lot of confidence. Uh, and that relationship that he has now with Fogarty and with Brimson and with Ash Taylor back in uh, is doing him the world of good. I love Tino. I thought he was the best player on the field last week and they got beat by 16 points. Uh, MG mentioned what he's doing best buy of off the, year. the field. Yeah. But yeah, I reckon he's the buyer of the year and love watching him play and looking forward to that game in a couple of minutes.
2: All right. And you're chipping...
0: Titans. Yeah, tippy. Titans. titans. And, and just quickly uh one words. Oh,
2: one, 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 one 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 words. words. <laughs> one words. So plural. One words. one oh, words. How good. <laughs> to how me. good the hostess with the mostess. Uh, you know what? For that, no words for you. <laughs> no words for you whatsoever. The Bulldogs and Storm follow, but uh it is the Titans and the Knights. So thank
0: you Woo!
1: Triple M Saturday Scrum for King G. Triple M Rocks Footy. Triple M rocks the NRL 24/7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Reem, steady, hot, and strong. Install a Reem.